This is Carrie D. Welcome to the Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast. Join me every Thursday for some much needed encouragement, coffee, and conversation. It's my prayer this podcast will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. Hey, if you're blessed each week by our podcast, Coffee with Carrie, then make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe, and take a sip of coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. And then share our podcast with some of your homeschooling friends who might need a little encouragement too. You can also find me at Instagram at Coffee with Carrie Consultant or at our website, coffeewithcarrie.org. So stick around, pour yourself a cup of coffee, put your feet up, and take a little coffee break with me. I think, no, I know, you're going to be encouraged. Well, we're in homeschool convention season. Depending on your personality, you either love homeschool conventions or you hate them with a passion. Personally, I loved all the sessions and the guest speakers, but I avoided the exhibit hall like the plague. (laughs) As I became a more seasoned homeschooling mom, though, I learned how to use the convention hall to my advantage instead of letting it destroy my confidence and my pocketbook. So this week, I'll be dropping two Coffee with Carrie homeschool episodes. Now, I only usually drop one on Thursdays, but since we're in the swing of homeschool convention season, I have a lot to say and a lot to share, especially about those exhibit halls. So this is a two for one week. Now, in this episode, I will share some of my favorite curriculum reviews and recommendations so that you're armed with some ideas of what to check out when you're in the exhibit hall. However, I'm also dropping a bonus episode with advice and a plan of attack for those convention exhibit halls. Make sure you listen to both, especially if you're on your way right now to a convention this weekend or you plan on attending one this month. And if you'll be in Ontario, California, June 16th, 17th, and 18th, make sure you come see me at the Great Homeschool Convention. As you listen to this episode, please, please, please keep these three things in mind. One, I am not an affiliate for any curriculum, resource, method, or product that I recommend. Actually, I'm not an affiliate with anyone. As of right now, I don't have any sponsors for my Coffee with Carrie Homeschool podcast, so I don't make any money or a profit off of any of my weekly podcasts. So with that in mind, know any and everything I recommend comes from the heart and without any financial obligations or motives. Two, just because I do not recommend a resource or curriculum doesn't mean it isn't good. It just means either the product didn't work for our family or for some reason it didn't fit in our overall homeschool style plan or budget. And three, remember what worked for my family may not work for yours. What works for your friend's kids may not work for yours. These are just suggestions and recommendations. So with that in mind, let's get started. And don't forget to listen to the bonus episode that I will drop today as well. 
So first, let's start with Bible and family devotions. As you walk up and down the exhibit halls, you will find lots of great curriculum for Bible. But the best way to survive the convention exhibit hall Bible bombardment is really just to simply read God's Word with your family. Read from God's Word each day, talk about God's Word every day, and try to apply God's Word each day. God promises us His Word will not come back void. But if you would like some suggestions on some of our favorite devotionals over the years, then make sure you check out Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast episodes number one called Bible Time, episode number 114 called Soul Food, and episode number 22 called Simple Family Devotions. Now, if you decide to purchase a formal Bible curriculum, definitely talk with the sales rep and read the company's statement of faith first. You want to make sure that their God is the one true God, the creator and the God of the Bible. And you want to make sure that their Jesus is the Alpha, Omega, God the Son, and the Son of God and that their gospel is one of salvation through Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. Our family has tried a few formal Bible curriculums, and we just found them to be a bit too dry. Our preference was just to stick with God's Word. But I will say that you can't go wrong with Clay and Sally Clarkson's Our 24 Family Ways, a Family Devotional Guide, and it's even been updated. Now, memory work is something I highly recommend during family devotional time, too. I sure wish the company September Company and the company Pip and Jay Papery were around when my kids were younger. Their character and scripture memory cards are stunning and so durable. And I also love that Pip and Jay Papery also has memory cards for the ABCs, for animals, for states and capitals, and so much more. So make sure you check those out if they're in the exhibit hall. Okay, let's move on to the number one stress point for most homeschooling mamas, even the most seasoned and experienced ones. And that stress point is teaching our children to read. Honestly, I stick by every podcast, post, and speaking event where I have said that the best reading program and curriculum is reading aloud to your child. Grammar rules, punctuation rules, phonics rules, spelling rules, vocabulary, comprehension skills, and critical thinking skills, well, they're all taught directly and indirectly while reading and being read too. However, I do have several favorites that have been useful with my own kids, that have been helpful in the co-op classes that I teach, and that my friends over the years have had success with. You will also notice that my recommendations do not include apps, video games, or online sites. While there are tons of great ones out there, I feel the less screen time during school time is better. So my recommendations will be good old-fashioned books with pages that can be turned, highlighted, dog-eared, and underlined. Now, I'm also clumping reading and spelling together. Because basically, as kids are learning to read phonetically, they're also learning the rules of spelling. I honestly don't think you need to spend money or spend time on separate spelling and reading curriculums. Now, for my traditional style homeschool mamas, Rod and staff has some great stuff for the younger grades. 
and I also love the Explode the Code series. It is simple and straightforward, and it goes from pre-reading to independent readers. Now, for my gentle homeschool-style mamas, the book Phonics Pathways is inexpensive and very easy to use. Now, for my nature-loving and Charlotte Mason kind of mamas, I wish Wild Reading by Rachel Tidd was around when my kids were little. It introduces letters and phonics using nature and doing outside lessons. It is a gold mine. You can find it at the website Wild Learning. Now, for my moms who want or need scripts, an all-included kind of curriculum, all about reading and all about spelling, gives step-by-step, hands-on, clear reading lessons. Now, for my moms with struggling readers or students with dyslexia, hands down, the Barton Reading and Spelling System is priceless. Yes, it can get expensive if you use all 10 levels, but it's worth the investment in time and money. Now, for my moms who like to do things outside the box, then Hooked on Phonics is super fun because of all the jingles, songs, and games. No matter which reading program you decide to use, whether it's just reading aloud to your child or you use a step-by-step curriculum, I highly recommend playing lots of reading, word, and spelling games. So, if you decide to single out reading instruction from the rest of your language arts, you know, the reading, writing, and spelling, then I highly recommend checking out these curriculums mentioned while you're in the exhibit hall. So here's the list again for reading recommendations. Rod and Staff, Explode the Code, Phonics Pathways, Wild Reading, those are all great for the younger ones. And then All About Reading and All About Spelling, the Barton Reading and Spelling System if you have struggling readers, and of course, tons of reading, spelling, and word games. Make sure you listen to Coffee with Carrie Homeschool podcast episode number 112, Road to Reading. It's full of even more recommendations and more tips for teaching reading. Now, if you approach teaching reading, writing, and spelling from the language arts perspective, you'll want a curriculum that teaches all of this together, where it teaches reading, spelling, writing, and grammar all together. Once your child has cracked the reading code and is on the road to reading, quite frankly, this is the best and easiest way to teach anyway. Integrate and incorporate your reading and spelling into your child's writing and grammar lessons and vice versa. Again, I still feel the best writing and grammar program out there is to read and to read aloud while incorporating some copywork and narration. But I also understand that sometimes a mom just needs more ideas and a child just needs a bit more practice. Hands down, my favorite is the book Primary Language Lessons and Intermediate Language Lessons by Emma Surreal, S-E-R-L. Not only is it inexpensive, but it can be used for many, many years and with multiple age students. If you're a Charlotte Mason kind of a girl or you use a more gentle approach to learning, you will love these two books. And you won't need anything else but an old-fashioned composition notebook. Primary Language Lessons and Intermediate Language Lessons uses the short 20-minute lesson format that can be used with the entire family. It teaches grammar, spelling, 
copywork, poetry memorization, narration, dictation, punctuation, and discussions and conversations about art and stories. It truly is a goldmine. Now, for my gentle classical moms, check out My Father's World Kindergarten and My Father's World First Grade Curriculums. They both do a great job of teaching Bible, letters, phonics, and reading while teaching writing, punctuation, and grammar. It's an all-in-one curriculum. You won't need anything else if you use one or both of these in kindergarten and first grade. Now, for my traditional moms or for moms who want a script or a step-by-step do-this-do-that approach, check out the good and beautiful language arts. Like Emma Surreal's primary language lessons, it has it all, except the good and beautiful comes with worksheets, letter tiles, and a teacher's guide and script. It's very comprehensive, and it is very beautiful. Another all-in-one family-friendly language arts curriculum is Sunlight, but I recommend it with caution. It is fabulous, but it's also overflowing with tons of activities to do and books to read. If you're a type A person like me who doesn't like to skip anything or who wants to check off all the boxes, Sunlight will become overwhelming. Your personality will insist on doing everything in the teacher's guide. So if you use sunlight, which is awesome, remember the teacher's guide is a guide. You do not have to do everything it says or read every book it recommends. Again, there are so many wonderful curriculums out there now that were not around when my kids were younger. For my moms of preschoolers through third grade, check out these three curriculums that specialize in the wonder years. They're written by homeschooling moms of toddlers to first, second, and third graders. And as these moms develop lessons and nature studies and reading and writing lessons for their little ones, they also mass produce them for you to use too. Now, the first one I recommend is Arrows and Applesauce by Kristen Bolin. The second one is from Treehouse Schoolhouse. And the third one is Little House Learning Company by Katie Klein. Okay, let's talk formal writing programs. First, make sure you listen to Coffee with Carrie Homeschool podcast past episodes on writing. I especially recommend number 20, Writing Lessons Revisited. Episode number 115, The Art of Language, Teaching High School English. Episode number 88, Homeschool Basics, The Four R's. And my favorites, episodes number 16 and 63, Creative Writing Toolbox. These episodes are full of more recommendations for writing curriculum and ideas for teaching writing. Now, if you have younger students, say grades K through fourth, I don't really think you need a formal writing program. Make sure you check out my digital mini course called Homeschool the Wonder Years for free at coffeewithcarry.org. In this digital mini course, I share ways that you can teach reading, writing, and math for free and without formal curriculum during the wonder years. But while you are perusing the exhibit halls, you will be bombarded with reading and writing curriculum. If you are a more structured teacher and like more structured learning, then make a beeline to the Institute in Excellence of Writing or the IEW booth. The founder and creator, Andrew Padua, 
does a fabulous job of breaking down the writing process for kids third grade on up to high school. Now, if you're more of a let it flow kind of a teacher and writer, then make a beeline to Julie Bogart's booth, The Brave Writer. Her program covers the same exact topics and concepts as IW, but in a completely different way. And I highly recommend you read her book as well, The Brave Learner. If you're more of a gentle 20-minute lesson kind of a mom, then all you really need is something to practice grammar, editing, and punctuation rules. Three of my favorites are Daily Grams by Wanda Phillips, Daily Language Review by Evan Moore Publishers, and The Fix-It Books, books one, two, three, and four in IEW. Now, if you're an eclectic unschooler, then check out YouTube for schoolhouse rock videos, for grammar songs, and Shirley English for grammar jingles. For my Charlotte Mason mamas, copy work, copy work, copy work. You don't really need a curriculum for this, but if you want things ready to go, then check out the Draw Right Now series and the website Simply Charlotte Mason for copy work consumables. Wander with purpose throughout the convention exhibit hall. So here's the list again of my language arts and writing favorites to look for. The book, Primary Language Lessons and Intermediate Language Lessons by Emma Searle. My Father's World Kindergarten and First Grade Curriculum. The Good and Beautiful Language Arts Program. Sunlight, but with caution. And take a look and see if Treehouse Schoolhouse, Arrows and Applesauce, and Little House Learning for the Little Guys is in the exhibit hall. If so, go visit them. Make sure you check out IEW and Brave Writer, depending on your budget and the type of learner you have. And then take a look for Daily Grams, Daily Language Review, or the Fix-It Books for Simple Grammar Review. Now, when it comes to math, it really is all about what kind of learner your child is and less about what you like or feel comfortable with. It's a harsh truth. Remember, what worked for my kids may not work for yours, but here are my suggestions. Hands down, my favorite math curriculum for the younger years is Mathematical Reasoning by Critical Thinking Publishers. If they're in the exhibit hall, go visit them, check them out, get it, you'll love it. Again, I wish that wild learning was around when my daughter was younger. She would have loved Wild Math by Rachel Tidd. Like its counterpart, Wild Reading, it uses natural manipulatives and outdoor lessons to teach math. Now, if your child loves reading or stories, then check out the Life with Fred series. My daughter loved them. If your child needs hands-on learning, then check out Matthew C. Keep in mind, it follows how children actually learn, and it aims for mastery instead of using state standards and relying on constant repetition. Now, if your child likes workbooks or easy step-by-step instructions or needs constant review, we loved the short and simple approach of teaching textbooks. Now, if your child hates math or melts down every time the math workbook comes out, then use math games for as long as you possibly can to teach and reinforce math concepts. There are tons of math games out there and even for algebra. While in the exhibit hall, 
make sure you go straight for the games booth if math is something you're looking for. Y'all, there are tons of math curriculum out there, and we have probably tried just about all of them. Every season of homeschooling is different, which comes with its own math challenges. Get what works for your child and keep using it until it doesn't work anymore. Don't be afraid to do what's best for your child, even if no one else is using that particular program. Now, for more ideas on how to teach math or for even more recommendations, check out Coffee with Carrie Homeschool podcast episodes number 90, Make Math Meaningful and Fun. Check out episode number 88, Homeschool Basics, the four R's. Episode number 70, Summertime Strewing, Math and Science Ideas. And episode number 19, Math Morning Time, Tame Those Math Tears and Fears. Okay, so before we move on to science and history, I want to remind you that you do not have to follow strict standards and that you do not need traditional textbooks to teach science and history. I've done quite a few Coffee with Carrie homeschool podcast episodes on science, geography, history, nature studies, and art history. So make sure you check those out before hitting the convention exhibit hall. No pun intended, but you can get sucked into a black hole of science curriculum while at a convention. And with all of the political nonsense and revisionist history going on with many of our textbook publishers, be careful which history curriculum you do choose, if you go with a textbook approach. Again, you can read your way through history and explore your way through science. But if you decide you need something more formal, here are some of my top recommendations. In science, you can't go wrong biblically or scientifically with anything written and published by Apologia. I love their Young Explorer series, and you don't need to purchase the notebook journals if your budget is too tight. And I love their high school textbooks too. They are very user-friendly and are written for the entire family to use together with materials that you can find around the house. Now for history, you can't go wrong biblically or historically with anything written and published by My Father's World. They're also written for the entire family to use together. If you're a Charlotte Mason gentle approach or a classical homeschool mom, you will love My Father's World. If you're a mom who needs a script and a do this, then do this, day by day kind of a list, then you'll also love My Father's World. If you're more of a unit, eclectic homeschooler with unschooling tendencies, then definitely check out Gather Round Homeschool Units by Rebecca Spooner. I wish these were around when my kids were younger. They're written for the entire family, so K-8 through grade can use them all at the same time. They're beautiful, they're fun, and they're pretty inexpensive considering what you can get. I specifically love their Christmas unit plans, but in all honesty, everything they create is great. Y'all, there are so many awesome products out there. I mean, what a blessing to have a problem like this, right? But you can survive the convention exhibit hall. You can come out alive with your self-esteem still intact and your wallet not empty. This episode was full of some of my favorite recommendations and reviews, but make sure you listen to this week's bonus episode, which is full of practical advice and a plan of attack to help you survive and quite possibly enjoy 
this year's convention exhibit hall. Thank you for hanging out with me and for joining me for this little coffee break. If this is your first time joining us, you can find us at our new and improved website, coffeewithcarry.org. We also have daily devotions and homeschooling tips at our Instagram account, Coffee with Carrie Consulting. Don't forget to check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. If you're new to homeschooling or you're looking for ways to simplify and streamline your homeschooling, then this is a perfect book to read. If you heard something you liked, then share a podcast with a friend who might need a little encouragement this week or with a homeschooling friend who will be attending one or more homeschool conventions this season. If you haven't already, we would love for you to subscribe to Coffee with Carrie podcast and then take a few minutes to leave a little review. Thank you in advance for listening to us each week and for sharing our podcast, book, and homeschool mom ministry with your friends. We're so very honored and grateful. It's our prayer that our website, our homeschooling consulting services, our podcast, and our book will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. We're praying for you. Stay healthy. God bless. And see you next time.